The following is my conversation with Rick Doblin, the founder of the MDMA Foundation. We discuss the biochemical effects of the molecule MDMA, its potential for therapeutic use, and the difficulties in properly conducting safety trials. Enjoy, enjoy. We're brought to you today by Cheat Conditioners. They're the perfect way to keep your skin looking and feeling its best all year round. Uh, hey, Rick, thanks for coming on the show. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So let's start with MDMA. Tell me a little bit about what it is and what its biochemical effects are. Sure. MDMA is a semi-synthetic molecule that was first created in 1912. It's a serotonin receptor agonist, which is just a fancy way of saying that it binds to the same receptors as serotonin does in the brain and triggers the same response. So it has some psychoactive effects, but it's primarily known for its therapeutic effects it's been used in therapy for decades, and there's a lot of evidence that it can be helpful in treating various conditions like anxiety disorders and PTSD. Yeah, I definitely hear that in the show notes. Is there any reason why it might be particularly helpful for those sorts of conditions? There are a number of reasons. One is that MDMA helps incorporate ease feelings of openness and communication, which can be beneficial in treating conditions like anxiety and PTSD, where people often have problems communicating with others. It also decreases fear and anxiety, so it can be really helpful for people who have conditions like PTSD where they're constantly afraid or anxious. Yeah, I definitely noticed that in the show notes too. Sometimes when people have those sorts of conditions, they find it really hard to engage with the world or even themselves. That's definitely true. MDMA also has anti-inflammatory properties, so it can help reduce inflammation throughout the body, which can be helpful for a variety of conditions. And finally, it has cognitive enhancing effects, which can help improve cognitive function in people who have conditions like ADHD or Alzheimer's disease. So there are a lot of reasons why MDMA is thought to be beneficial in treating various conditions. Okay, so there's a lot of evidence supporting its use as a therapeutic agent, but that doesn't mean everything is perfect when it comes to conducting safe trials with it. What are some of the difficulties you face when trying to get approval from regulators to conduct trials with MDMA? Well, one of the main difficulties that we face is that there isn't really a good standard for conducting safety trials with MDMA. So we usually have to do our own safety studies, which can be costly and time-consuming. And even after we've completed our safety studies, many regulators still don't believe that MDMA is safe enough to use clinically because there just hasn't been enough research done on the topic. Yeah, I definitely hear that sentiment in the show notes too. Unfortunately, there just haven't been enough trials done on the safety side yet, so regulators are still sort of unsure about how safe it actually is. Do you think this will change over time? I think it will gradually change over time as more and more research is done on the safety side of things. And hopefully, eventually, we'll reach a point where we can properly assess the safety and efficacy of MDMA for use in therapy without having to do all these individual safety studies. But I think realistically, that won't happen until at least several more decades from now. That sounds reasonable. So what do you think the future looks like for MDMA? Uh, I think the future looks very bright for MDMA. I think it's clear that it has a lot of potential for therapeutic use, and I'm hopeful that we'll see more and more evidence supporting its use in the future. Speaking of future, what do you think the potential is for MDMA to become a full-blown recreational drug? Well, that's definitely a question that deserves more research. There's a lot of anecdotal evidence that suggests that 
MDMA might be addictive and behavioral disorders like addiction and gambling problems might be exacerbated after people use it recreationally. But until we have harder data confirming those claims, I just can't say for sure. Right, I definitely agree. So in conclusion, what would you say are the benefits and limitations of the current phase of research on MDMA? The benefits of the current phase of research on MDMA are clear. There's a lot of evidence supporting its use as a therapeutic agent, and we're slowly but surely working towards wider acceptance of its safety and efficacy. And efficacy. The limitations are mainly due to the limited amount of research that has been done so far, which is preventing regulators from fully accepting its use yet. But I think things are moving in the right direction and optimistic about the future of MDMA therapy. That sounds reasonable. Thanks for talking with us, Rick. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Lexman Artificial Podcast. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to email us at lexmanpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And to end this episode, a poem titled The MDMA Butterfly by Maureen Malarkey. The MDMA butterfly between its chrysalis and wings, it stirs and quivers seeking the light mm -hmm. until finally it's free to fly on, until finally it's free to fly on its own, untethered and free. Variations of that energy. Maybe with you right now, moving you towards the unknown, opening your mind and your heart, facilitating change and growth, 